Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Final Checkpoint. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And you can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and TheGameFanatics.com every week. Woo! Woo! Brought to you by Stuffbox. Brought to you by Stuffbox. I was going to tell you, <laughs> uh, at, at, at random point in the show, I want you to pitch me what's our sponsor, and I'll do the ad. Just okay, pick something at random. Good. Sounds good. We'll do it in between the segments. I think Perfect. that'd be pretty cool Perfect. to do. Also, All I right. want to say up top, I, I don't know if I sound sick or a little weird. I had my wisdom teeth removed like five days ago. So You sound you do sound less wise. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. Very dumb now. Um, but uh, so I might like cough or die slowly because it's still not great over here. You know, you would think, oh, soft foods. I can do that. I miss I miss crunchy things so bad. I want crunch. I'm dying. Yeah, well, you're eating like you're an old man. I need like crunch. 90. Legitimately, if I only had to eat soft foods, just shove me in front of a bus. Just fucking end it. I can't. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll shove you in front of a bus, and I'll be like, let's go get some hard tacos. I know, hard tacos. And I'd be happy. <laughs> be like, eat those hard tacos over my grave because I'm happy for you that Crumbs you can eat over. hard, sharp, crunchy things, and I'm dead. <laughs> anyway carry on <laughs> all right well ben each week um you know we get together and we discuss news topics you know we yes. kind of initially started the show with like the goal of just having having them be kind of like centered around just one topic and kind of keep it short but you know we're playing a lot of games it's there's a lot of games coming out and i think um we've it naturally just grew into us having a news topic and then talk about games that we're playing so i think that's the way we're gonna go um obviously the the show is still kind of finding its footing we're still kind of figuring out what it is um Mm -hmm. but i think that's kind of how it's going to be two parts one news and then part two or second part um games that we're playing um but we also would love to hear from other people so anybody that listens to the show anybody that follows us on social media you know give us an idea or give us your opinion on what you would want us to talk about or if you already like the structure of the show we would greatly appreciate it. I did set up a Gmail just for this, just to have people send in questions, opinions, thoughts, concerns, anything like that. It's finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. Um, we are currently still only available on Spotify and anchor.fm. And of course, you can also find it on thegamefanatics.com. So head over there, click the link to the article, and you can actually listen to the full episode on there as well. Um, I'm working on getting us on Apple Podcasts and the other ones they just take a little bit google play will be next um i i just have i think i have to manually apply for those because the app anchor.fm is supposed to do it for you but it seems like it's taking way too long so um, <laughs> i don't trust it yeah, so I, don't, yeah I don't trust to... it. i mean it got it on spotify pretty quick so but anyway sounds good moving on mm-hmm. so today's topic the last of us two part two part two is it part two or is it Last of Us 2? It's part two. Okay. Damn it. Let me type that in. Hang on, everybody. I know. Hold, now. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> now, when I have to go edit the freaking title of this and change it to part two. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you know why. Uh, yeah. So the, the, the reasoning behind this is that it is part one and part two. It's not a sequel. It is a continuation, yeah. which is kind of splitting hairs, but whatever. Yeah. I it's almost like they're adding like bullet points at a certain point of, you know, Hey, here's the title. Here's bullet point one, bullet point two. Part two. 
part two. Anyways, moving on. Um, so everybody's already been kind of hyped because they were having kind of like a media um, event at the same time that they were about to have the state of play. And the state of play was like overall okay, I guess. I mean, they didn't really show anything like crazy cool to me. Yeah. Um, I did find the Modern Warfare story interesting. I am actually very excited to play that campaign because it just looks really cool and like it's so different. It, it looks like it actually has a good story. So um, that that was kind of cool to see. I had to, I rewatched that trailer like twice just to like kind of really see if like I was excited for it and it, and I was. <laughs> am I actually excited? Oh, am cool. I actually excited? Which I, I was. Um, wow. And they showed like the Death Stranding special PS4, which that controller looks cool. I don't know about the rest of the. the I setup. love the handprints on it. Like that's just cool to me. I, I'm a big fan of the controller, but let's let's just do that. Let's just buy it. You keep the box. I keep the controller. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because my PS4 is real loud, so that sounds like a good deal. Oh, my gosh. Mine is so loud, too. Did I tell you I was thinking about putting it in another room? Yeah. Because <laughs> I have, like, a 10-foot HDMI cable, and I think I could just stick it in my closet, and then it's out of the freaking room. It's too loud. They're they're way too loud. Sony. Yeah. They're too loud. It's too loud. It's too loud. Anyways, Last of Us 2, we got to see... Uh, Really good, like, story trailer for it. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Kind of the setup of what's happening. We see, like, Ellie and Dina's relationship. That's her name, right, Dina? I believe so. Yeah. We see kind of, like, their little budding relationship, and they go kind of, like, off on their own, and it looks like things happen, and someone possibly dies. It's hard to really tell. I think they're just kind of making you think that that's what's happening, which you never know with Naughty Dog. It could be dies or kidnapped. Maybe something like that. Yeah, something like that. And so you see Ellie and she's like pissed and she's ready for revenge. And so, and then they show you kind of like a quick little like montage of some combat and her like taking down people with like knives and I think a hatchet, like some, some gruesome, gruesome looking, just violent combat, which looks awesome i mean this game just has such a crazy feel already and there's this moment where i think it was it clickers or was it other like other humans running after her and then someone grabs ellie to hide what was running after her i i think it just cut i think it just cut to another scene and then yeah it must have been a fast cut of something but she was grabbed by somebody and then the whatever is chasing her passes by and then she kind of like realizes that it was someone trying to like help her and as she kind of backs away, she turns, and then you see Joel there. Yeah, old man and Joel. Old man Joel looking, looking like a uh, like old man Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty old. And I mean, it looks like he's in the game. Still hard to tell. I mean, I, I'm a, I, I'm assuming he is. There's all that conjecture and nonsense of like, well, Joel's dead, and he's not really there, and or maybe Joel dies, and da da da. da. I feel like Joel's gonna be alive or at least present in this game for a large portion of it yeah yeah i i hope so a lot of people don't think he should be which i think is crazy like why can't he just be the ai companion this time yeah i would i would not be surprised if he was the ai companion for a third of the game and then maybe he does die then or maybe something else happens but the i can't the idea of oh he's he's been dead and it's just all in her imagination is just such it's an interesting story thing to do, but not for this universe. It does not fit. Yeah, um, and I, I think that's it kind needs of to be cheap. more grounded for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. The biggest thing we got a release date, February twenty first of twenty twenty. <sighs> like crazy, <sighs> I I did not expect it that soon into the new year. Um, but I'll fucking well, take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I would. I probably would have guessed June, ish, May June ish, of yeah. next year, but. This seems reasonable. They can't keep like when do they reveal the PS5? There's a lot of weird questions with this. Yeah, I can I can point. see it maybe getting delayed a month at at some point, but because that's kind of like what happened last time. But I mean, it it just it looks good. I'm I'm so excited for it. It looks so intense. And I uh, I listened to Gamespot After Dark and Greg Miller was on there mm-hmm. talking about they were talking about the event and the gameplay and stuff like that. And I won't really say anything that like spoilerish, but they talked about how the environments are a little more open and they seem more massive and there's just so many different variations in like takedowns and, and the combat and everything like that. And like when you kill one of like the humans or something like that, you hear that you hear other people calling out their names and even the dogs have names like there's not just like the dogs are gone or something it's like where's gerald oh, no <laughs> like, sniffles sniffles like oh, no. <laughs> <Furball>. <laughs> like, <they're... laughs> like everybody like it's just the ai seems like way more real and that's it, super it's, cool too i mean it, it's crazy i i think I, this game's gonna be insane i already i mean last of us one part one uh is already probably in my top 10 games at least top 50 yeah i've i really really love that game i replayed it a couple of years ago on ps4 the remaster yeah and wow it just it, it just holds up so damn well i really and want to replay it it's been yeah, such a long time you definitely should i'm waiting i'm gonna replay it as soon as there's like the tweet from neil Druckmann that's it's gone gold i'm replaying it like that's the day mm-hmm. i start my playthrough of the first one again because uh, i'm not dicking around with delays but <laughs> god I, everything about this game this is exactly what i want from third person action games just like a survival horror really grounded Ugh, it, it's just everything i want in the game is the last of us yeah for sure for sure and and i think it's uh i think it's pretty good timing i mean january seems really full because i think we'll see probably something from capcom like usual probably um but there's I think a bunch of stuff early 2020 i forget what it is offhand i know cyberpunk is like two or three weeks after the last of us now um, oh yeah i thought i thought cyberpunk was in may for some reason is it sooner i don't know but i know that's pretty soon after it and there's another there's a couple things about it and then there's other games um early 2020 is already kind of full and then this gives it even more full yeah, I can't really think of anything that would be... You want me to look it up? That would be, like, as important as this game. <laughs> no, for, like for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy to think that probably one of the best games of the 2020s is going to release two months into the fucking decade. I know, right? <laughs> you know what else is kind of, like, when you think about it, kind of crazy? The fact that in the time that it's taken to make The Last of Us 2... Kojima left Capcom or Konami and started up his own studio and basically made Death Stranding all in that time and released more trailers than Naughty Dog did for The Last of Us 2. Uh, I suppose that is a way to look at it. Yes. I think that's crazy. I mean, especially for Kojima. 
True. That is true. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't expect Death Stranding to be like as long or as massive as like a Metal Gear Solid game, but um I just think that's a that's something I heard on a podcast somewhere and I was like, "Oh shit, that is kind of crazy. I didn't think about those things." Cyberpunk is April 2020. April. Okay. So a couple months after. Not bad. Watch Dogs Legion is March 6th. Um I I not a big fan of Watch Dogs 2, but I also didn't or Watch Dogs I didn't play Watch Dogs 2. Um I don't really understand what Watch Watch Dogs Legion is cuz you're just I still don't buy it. I still think it's a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Also Final Fantasy 7 remake is March 3rd. So oh, it is a busy go. time. That's It's going to be like it's going to be January, February, March, April. Just badass. Just badass games coming out. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm not I'm not ready for all these games. Prepare your wallets, folks. Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. No, oh, there you go. Um, one thing that is pretty cool that they did um, announce during State of Play is that if you don't already own The Last of Us and you have mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus, you can play uh, PlayStation or PlayStation. You can play Last of Us Remastered on PS4 as one of your free games. So you can download it and it's yours. Uh, they're also including MLB The Show 19, which I think is pretty awesome, considering that's a game I did want, but I was not willing to pay $60 for. <laughs> so, Thank you, Sonny. Because the only other MLB The Show I have is from 2015, and I only got it to play baseball with my son. And um, wow. it's a little old, so there's very limited functionality in an MLB The Show game when it's, like, really old. <laughs> That sounds like they just take away a lot of the sports equipment. Like, oh, we only have one ball now, yeah. one bat, a fence. Cracked helmet, one shitty field. There you go. Yeah. The umpire quit. <laughs> it's just it's no oh, good. Man. It's no good. So I'm excited. So if you're on the lookout for a really good solid month of PlayStation Plus, prepare yourself for October because it's going to be a good one. Seemed like there was a new format for State of Play. Yeah, ben, yeah, what are your yeah. thoughts? There's a new format. Well, what was it? I, I only caught, like, the back well, end of it, and then I caught up on trailers on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, it was just kind of like a new graphics package, and then okay. uh, that that was basically it, I guess. It just seemed less – it seemed very sterile and, like, almost clinical, as if you were showing off your new drugs to the, to the like, investors or something. We've got Wattum in this corner. All right. I've heard some people get really hyped about Wattum, though. I don't oh, know what it is, but maybe it's not, the creator of that game. Not dissing that game. Just It was just weird how oh. that was displayed. And then, oh, here's L.A. Noir uh, VR. All right. It, it just lacked any personality and kind of fun spunk. It was yeah. just stuff. I think it's because we don't have a personality in, like, the actual the state play. of play to really attach ourselves to. We just have some robotic lady that's just speaking instead of, like, you know, bring Shuhei out. Bring Kevin Butler back. <laughs> like, let's get somebody out there to, like, introduce these games or these next parts and things like that. Someone that's, like, going to be passionate about yeah. this demonstration of games that are coming and not just, like, some lady that's just speaking in between i don't even think they need to be passionate they just need to be a person that looks like they're presenting something instead of well i forget what podcast i was listening to that just compared it to a powerpoint presentation 
Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah. I can kind of see it that way. Yeah. That is what it is. It's PowerPoint. Uh, hmm. But I, I don't know. I think it might be the weakest one overall, just because, just because the other two, we didn't know exactly what was going to go on. And then one was VR. So we, we kind of knew what to expect. This was just, what are we going to get? Oh, not Batman. Not and very much. Last of Us. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, Last of Us 2 was like, to me, probably the only thing that was very impactful. Yeah. Well, but we already kind of knew it was coming. So, I don't yeah. know. I think it'd been better if they hadn't have said anything about The Last of Us. And then, and then it was just at the end of it. That would have been oh, cool. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard then, to keep that stuff as like in a, I don't know under under wraps i guess yeah but then they had the whole we were going to invite people to play it for two hours um so fine do your little thing ruin the surprise so um one kind of hubba loop hubba or whatever it's called on the internet was about um no multiplayer for the last of us two part two which Mm -hmm. um I'm okay with. I mean, I did like the the multiplayer initially when I played it on PS3 or when it came out way back when. Um, but I don't really think it needs it because there's already so many other multiplayer games. This, I mean, maybe back then when there was no Fortnite, no Apex, you know, no yeah. thousand free to play multiplayer games. Maybe we needed multiplayer games attached to all these single player games. But I don't. I think those days are over. We don't really need that anymore. Yeah, that's kind of a vestige of a bygone era. Uh, no, we, we don't need it. I never even got around to, to trying it. Um, I probably should have and probably would have liked it, but it's just The Last of Us is such a solid game. I don't really need that. And they even put out that statement saying that, hey, we've had a bunch of ideas for this, and you'll get to see the fruits of this labor eventually. And that maybe that means on maybe PS5. Down the road. Yeah. So... Something they could always add on late as like a standalone thing. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Buy the game on PS5 and it comes with the multiplayer mode you guys wanted. Yeah. You guys acted like you wanted. Now now everyone yeah. cares about the multiplayer, The Last of Us, all of a sudden. All the people that complained about it on Twitter should have should be forced to play it. Totally it's like, <laughs> literally, anytime anyone brought up The Last of Us, it was always about the single player campaign. And as soon as they say they're not putting it in the second game, it's like, but what about the multiplayer? Yeah. No one, it's... No one wanted it. No one talked to what? Okay, all right. That'd be different if they were taking away multiplayer and then like the single player being short or shorter. Like this game's supposed to be bigger than it was already like a twenty-hour game too. Yeah, I don't know. I think people need to need to relax. That's the truth. I think that's pretty good there. I mean, there's there's not really much else to go off of, and State of Play didn't really give us much else to talk about, (laughs) so. No, that's pretty much it. So, Ben, I think I would want to hear a word from our sponsor, mm-hmm. um, which is all about um, nose hair clippings. Nose hair clippings. Oh, my gosh. That's a tough one. I like where this is going, though. So, so this yeah. week's Final Checkpoint podcast is brought to you by nose hair clippings. Did you know, fun fact, the average human loses 7 to 8 million nose hairs a year. Now, you can use that as uh, lots of different things. One is a uh, alternate fuel source you could put that in your fireplace heat up in the winter uh you could also use that uh to scare off probably uh, potential thieves who just don't want to rummage through your stuff when it's covered in all these nose hairs uh 
besides that, I don't really know what you'd use nose hair for because that's kind of an oddball thing. I was hoping for actual items that are real and not garbage that you pick out of your head. But thank mm. you, Joel. Mm. Uh, and thank you, nose hair, for uh, right. sponsoring the show. And list, our listeners get 10% off the nose hair brush. Collect enough of your nose hair, stick it on the brush, use it as a toothbrush. That seems reasonable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> I think I meant to say nose nose hair clipper. Yeah, well, nose hair we okay. was, was tougher. Uh, that's a harder one. The, the clipper uh, I could do. Yeah. It'd be like me saying, how about dead skin? <laughs> dead skin I was flakes. about to go there. I was like, this just turns into dust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <sighs> okay. Enough about noses. I'll, I'll start because I know uh, we'll, we'll, we'll trade off a little bit. So um, I'm about halfway through Link's Awakening, the remake on Switch playing that very slowly because it's a game I played before um, and I'm actually playing it kind of how I would play games when I was younger where like you get a new item and then you just explore the overworld for an hour okay uh, which I'm enjoying and I it's not a very long game and as I said I have played it before so I'm trying to make this last a long time uh, also our review is on thegamefanatics.com really good review for a really good game I agree with pretty much everything in there it's, it's shout a, out to logan logan yeah. uh wrote up that review and uh i still need to read it i've i'm really i really want to play this game i just i'm gonna wait till either i can rent it or mm. it is a lower price sure i can see that i do think this is one of the better zelda games like this is a top tier zelda game 100 yeah. percent. even before these quality of life improvements that they've added it was already a top tier zelda game and and now it's just i would i would say this is my favorite zelda game on switch over breath of the and wild link to the past, yes link to the yeah. past oh that's right yeah it's it's a, i prefer this game over link to the past and and breath of the wild is obviously very different but th- this is yeah yeah this is a very very solid game probably more thoughts when i uh when i beat it like i said i'm halfway through taking it super easy breezy and i'm playing a bunch of other garbage in the meantime anyway yeah link's awakening was actually the first zelda game oh. i played and i remember really liking it i also remember getting frustrated in a few of the temples because yeah i was i was a dumb kid i could see so that there <laughs> i was in there. yeah yeah but uh I, I that's definitely a game i want to play i think it's freaking adorable and i think to me i think it might be a little overpriced, but that's just my opinion. I don't plan on using the dungeon, the extra dungeon stuff. I would just want to play the game. Well, and, the dungeon stuff—it's uh, something I, mean, I can to, wait to on. To talk about that, I've been going back there every, like, after you beat a dungeon, you get more pieces, and you go back there, and he gives you more little uh, quests or whatever to do with it. I really liked it mm-hmm. um, as kind of oh, let me do two dungeons. I get to map them out. I find that a little fun, and then I go and make the route and i do it and it's, it's a nice little half hour every time i beat a dungeon to go back there and, and do his little quests i guess i don't really understand what it is i thought it was more like a dungeon maker than that you can then possibly send to a friend later well, on and they can play it the is sending, that not what it the is the sending is part is like you put it on an amiibo and you hand the amiibo to your friend so you're not doing that but the other part so you can just make whatever you want there's empty slots or he gives you quests of sorts and says, Hey, this is where the exit is. This is where a treasure chest is. And you have to fill in all the blank squares. So you have to fill in uh, the whole map 
and then fulfill the requirements to make the dungeon work and then complete it. So it gives you kind of menial little uh, puzzly tasks to make the dungeon. Um, okay. It's cool. It, I think it's a fun little addition. It's better than no addition at all, which is what they could have done. That's true. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It, it, we'll see if it actually gets more involved or if it just kind of peters out into garbage. Well, everybody, go read mm-hmm. that review. Gamefanatics.com. Look for it. Let us know what you think. All right. Well, how All many right. games did you have? Because I have two more games. I have three. Okay. Do you do one? Um, okay. So I will talk about um, Power Rangers Battle Ugh. for the Grid. Um, so it obviously it already came out on console. This is the Steam version, which I got a uh, review code for, which I am reviewing. I'm just uh, having an issue with signing on to play online. Hmm. So I've already like I'm already in talk with or in email threads with uh, the support team to figure out why I can't connect but other people were having the same issue huh. aside from technical issues with online crap <laughs> um i think the game is pretty solid i think it i'm not a fighting game expert in any way but i think it mechanically plays well it's not like it's not like a misery to play it's actually fun and i enjoy it and each power range there's like i think maybe like 10 different power rangers and then you got a few of the villains okay and they're adding more with dlc um they just announced a season two fight fighter pass or dlc pass that's gonna have more power rangers in it um they added a story mode and i think they added i'm trying to think what was new that they added i think it's just the dlc but story mode is cool it's a nice little interesting story is it an um, original story or i think we it... i don't know if it's from the comic books because that's kind of oh, what okay. the artwork okay. kind of looks the, the the artwork in the game is very similar to what the comic book kind of looks like and I don't know if we talked about this last week, but about what the power grid is. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Did we? I feel like we did. All right, I'm not know. gonna go over that again. Anyways, I beat the story mode. Interesting story. It kept me entertained, and I have only really watched like the first few seasons of Power Rangers when I was younger. Uh, but I've always had like an affinity for it because I think it's, yeah, it's cool. cool. Um, I've heard the comic books are really good, and I plan on someday reading those. But the game is. I think it's a solid fighting game. I know they added more commentary and um, I think additional like supers and they kind of tweaked a ton of the the way they work and how they trigger and things like that. I think once you get a feel for how to block in the game, um, it really takes a whole new like shift in strategy and I really enjoy it. Like I just want the online to work so that I can play online and try out some casual matches. Because I, I think that... I mean, that's really all I have left to really review on. And then I can write my review for thegamefanatics.com, of course. Um, shout out, we did receive... A, we received the game from um, the publisher. So um, that is dun, something dun, I should state. Dun. <laughs> but dun, dun, dun. but um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to play a little bit more once the online's working. And give my thoughts on that. And that was Power Rangers Battle, Battle for the Grid. Was that how they announce? Does the announcer, when you press the start button, do it like it's Resident Evil? It's like Power no. Rangers. <laughs> I think he says it's Morphin. Time oh, I would love shit. that. I would love that on my <laughs> PS4. Like the theme, whenever you start a game, it just says it's Morphin time, and then it starts the game. It's Morphin. I have the. Uh, I bought like the the logo, not the logo pack, like the. Uh, avatar pack for power rangers so i have like the black rangers my ps4 mm, avatar you got that 
I didn't even think yeah, about yeah. that, that that was not just a picture. <laughs> nope, it's not just a picture <laughs> I uploaded. It is an actual package. Um, they do have some of the original, like, cast members voicing some of the characters. Um, they don't... I, I feel like it doesn't really sound exactly like <laughs> it's been some of them, years. but... It's also... I was going to say, it's also been a really long time since I've heard their voice. Although, the guy that played Tommy, what's his name? J- Jason David Frank, who everyone's, like, sick sure. of at this point. Um, you could tell it's him voicing the villain, but his his other version of himself in the game, I, it sounds like that a different is person. Weird. It is very weird. I don't understand any of that. <laughs> I don't know why. I I don't no. want to understand it. <laughs> That's very strange. All right. Okay. You can so uh, I'm playing two Souls games essentially. Let's do Remnant from the Ashes yeah. first, because that's what the one I played first. All right. Remnant yes, from the Ashes. This is the one I know we've talked about wanting to play it. Uh, I think you definitely should. Yes. That's my, that's my pitch. Just buy the game, and I will play this with you whenever you want. Uh, and it's weird, because I mean, you sh- I'm sure you've heard, it's like Dark Souls. with It's a third-person shooter, but Dark Souls. Um, yeah. I wouldn't really describe it that way. Uh I would more describe it as Resident Evil, like Resident Evil 4, with some Souls-ish elements, kind of. Uh, Because a lot of the shooting in it is that frantic, oh shit, seven guys are running at me. They only take two hits to kill, but I just have to manage all of them, and then I have to switch to my shotgun and use this other ability. And it has that that frantic feeling of the chainsaw guy is coming through the door. What do I do? I got to hide behind here and figure it out in a way that other third person shooters are more about like dealing with the guys shooting at you. A lot of the stuff in this game, uh, it'll be melee dudes or some guy with a heavy weapon. So what you're fighting feels more like a resident evil, um, setup specifically for, or RE2 remake, I guess kind of as well. And I love that. I lo- Resident Evil 4 is probably my favorite game ever made. So that's how I was sold on this was, hey, it's like Resident Evil 4. <laughs> okay. Sounds good to me. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think it really is. It does totally. Like, you played Resident Evil 4, right? Like there's that yeah. moment in the cabin where you're trying to survive um, with Lewis. There's that, that yeah. mission or whatever. There's levels or, I guess, situations like that in this game and, and it feels it feels like that felt where you're just trying to survive and not be overcome by hordes of demons and it's not in the way of uh like a roguelike or something where it's insurmountable it always feels manageable you just have to deal with all your different abilities and, and weapons and oh that guy does this so let me crouch behind the, the other thing and i i i don't know man i really really like this game quite a bit it's just a ton of fun to play it the the shooting is so satisfying it just feels right just feels good to do um and it's not bogged down with a lot of systems and uh like you're not dealing with a bunch of loot hardly at all um you level up and when you die you don't lose experience points or anything so that's why I don't think it's really like a Souls game. You don't lose anything. You just have to try again. That's that's every game. Um, 
but you'll level up and you'll get a perk point or whatever in one of these different abilities and you start off with three different like talent pools or whatever that you can pick one and then as you progress you'll find other ones and so now i have 10 different things to choose from when i level up and it's like oh do i get more defense with this or is it all elemental resistance up or is it team damage up or all these different abilities i like that that system it keeps it very um it's not a, it's not a lot of extra nonsense i'm not leveling up and picking like okay i want five points of hp and i want one point of defense and i want this i'm just one trait that's all you get when you level up you don't get any other stats it's just one point to put somewhere right it's very simple and tuned back and i think that really elevates the combat and makes it feel not like oh let me just grind to level up like no i can do this i have everything i need it's not necessarily about stats the stats are that five to ten percent of to get you through as opposed to the rest of it which is just you being able to fight the enemy well um i i how's uh are you are I've you playing solo done or? a little bit of online um i had the game crash when i did it online once um but the but the other time it was this guy fighting a boss and we never won but it was me and him and then another guy joined in a little bit later uh, and just us fighting this giant tree thing. And the cool thing about the world too is that it's not like you don't have the same stuff will happen every time that sentence got lost. Um, so he had that giant tree <laughs> oh, guy God. as his final boss of the area or one of them. Uh-huh. I never had that guy. Like I beat that whole first world and I never fought the giant tree. So each time yeah, you yeah. would kind of re-roll a game, which you can, I could just do it right now and shuffle it up. Uh, it'll put yeah. in different side dungeons and different bosses and things. So it makes it more replayable. So he was fighting a boss I never even saw. Um, it's It worked well. It seems pretty cool. I'm totally down to play with it. Uh, I will say about the bosses, there's a lot of just additional nonsense enemies that they'll spawn Pretty much every single boss just has a bunch of dudes, a bunch of yeah, a like bunch, a ton of ads. What is with that term? I feel like I never heard ads until like a week ago, and now everyone's saying it. I heard it way back from like. But what MMOs. is an ad? Just additional dude? An add-on? Like yeah, okay, like fine. additional enemies, add-on enemies. I feel like no like one said it until like a week ago, and now everyone's saying. It. Anyway, so yeah, a bunch of ads everywhere, a bunch <laughs> of pop-up ads all over the goddamn place, and. And it's just a little bit much. Like, I would rather fight... I fought at this dragon, this fire dragon guy, and it was a really cool fight. It would have been a more fun fight if I didn't have to deal with his friends showing up every 30 seconds. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's it just feels like a lot of the, the fights or boss fights are designed perhaps for multiple people. Or, like, just make the, just make the boss have more HP and have fewer dudes running at me. That's all I'm asking. Because uh, it can seem a little unfair when the boss is, like, shooting shit at you and then there's five other guys running at you. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? I can't even fight this. Um, but it, it's awesome. Dude, some of the creature designs are just this wild alien bizarro world. I freaking love it. It's really, really fun. I've played about eight hours, though, so I'm still pretty pretty early, I guess. Um but I really like it. I, I wholeheartedly recommend this game. If you like Resident Evil like gunplay, 
and souls. Souls ideas. Not mechanics necessarily. Mm. But okay. very, very much recommend. I, I want to play more. I played more this morning. It was great. Remnant from the, from ashes. the ashes. Not from ashes, which is what I was saying for a while. Yeah, Not bad. I was spelling it wrong too. <laughs> um, I will. So, um, I'll move on. And before I talk about Ghost Recon, because Ghost Recon's probably going to be longer than what I have to say about Anthem, I'll just go ahead with Anthem. Um, so obviously Anthem is this clunk of garbage <laughs> that EA that I threw out that was not ready that I bought <laughs> as well. Um, I bought it to play with my cousin, and then he kind of like realized, yeah, this isn't anything what i thought it was gonna be and i enjoyed the gameplay of it i think it's uh i obviously had no interest in the world which is why that game just kind of died off because they kind of just shoved this thing out without really having i guess enough put in like they didn't really build out this world that you wanted to explore and you wanted to know more about like they have with mass effect and um and dragon age even like those you want to know more about those worlds and you want to play with and meet more characters and stuff and this game just does not have that (laughs) that would say i would say that's the biggest detriment to anthem is like who gives a shit like like really like it's it's i play the game and i'm like having a great time i started playing as the titan javelin which is like the big tanky guy and it's fucking rad to play as that thing and it feels like i'm playing armored core which is another reason why I felt like jumping back into the game because like, I kind of miss playing as you know a mech and um, I, I'm really enjoying that gameplay. I'm really enjoying the doing more strongholds and the missions are fun and the objectives are different and they're not all like just like it's not too repetitive to where I'm actually enjoying it and I'm just playing casually. I'm not really like diving back in or anything. Um, I just felt like picking it up and playing while I was watching something and I had a good time. I actually ended up getting, so one of the main issues when the first came out was all the loot. Like there's no loot. It's grindy and Mm -hmm. there's not enough like awesome loot. And that's the whole point of these games is, you know, you play destiny and you get an exotic and you have this badass weapon. So they've fixed that. I think they've almost kind of over fixed it, I guess, or whatever that is over corrected because I mean, I'm getting masterwork weapons, which are like the rarest type of weapons in this game. I got like two in one mission and then like another two in another and which is cool for someone who's just like casually playing to to be able to get these types of weapons and feel you know like oh this game is rewarding me for playing now I kind of feel like playing more of it and this one weapon I have which I forgot what it's called some thunder of something but basically you shoot and every time you crit there's a lightning bolt that hits the enemy so like it just feels good to play like it's so satisfying and then like when you play as the the titan javelin like i can bust out a shield and like basically kind of like swing at people with it and they kind of go flying and then i've got like this kind of like it's called a seismic fist and it's basically just me punching the ground with like so much force that it creates a little earthquake like so they've got some cool things and i i just wish like this game had come out and been good (laughs) like and been yeah and had this story i want to get into but i don't care about the world like i try to skip all the cutscenes. i click through dialogue because i just don't care i just want to play it wow sucks but it's good to play it's fun to play that's all i have to say about anthem that was just a quick little jump in i just want to say it's so how long do we give anthem do we give it a full year from release 
Man, I don't even know if it has that long. They've already thrown away the roadmap that they had re like had yeah. reconfigured. Like that thing's done. They, their main goal right now is to get the game to a state where it is playable and has something to offer, which I, I don't see even a year really working for them because like people don't care about the story and like I cared about Shepard. I cared about, you know, um the characters from Dragon Age, you know, the Inquisitor and, and meeting all <laughs> these people. Whatever their names were. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't remember their names, but like like you, you care about those characters. You care about the people that you meet. I don't care about the characters I met in Anthem. No. Like they're just not you're just not attached to them and they're not like they're not great. Like they're these like I feel like they're just copy and paste from like different sci-fi movies and they're just not interesting. They, they just kind of seem like annoying. They don't even feel like they're helping you. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's just this weird thing where like, like I've played other games where I'm like, Oh, I kind of like this character. Like I'm interested, you know, like I did not like most of what I played of red dead two, as far as the gameplay, but I loved the characters sure. in that game and this game i love playing it but i don't like any of the characters wow. <laughs> like so it's just like a weird opposite thing i i don't see things ending well for anthem but i, I think it had some really good ideas and then just like a lot of bad ones <laughs> no just, just a, a lot, lot of ones. bad um but yeah that's about it um i really want to hear about code okay vein, so <laughs> so code vein uh i'm very excited for this game for like a year and a half. I think I put it on my most anticipated games of 2018 list. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to yeah, late, like a full year. Um, Jesus, I could see why. Uh, it's still, it's still a little rough uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, I, I am the souls guy. I, I do play most of them and this one feels very, I don't know. It's kind of hit or miss. It's, it's not bad. I love its art style. I love its story is interesting enough. Um, it just kind of has a lot of stuff going on for really no reason. Like there's a, a bunch of different classes you can equip and that affects what skills you can use. And then if you learn, uh, so you purchase those abilities within the class and then if you equip them and then fight a bunch of enemies, you can learn that permanently and then use that skill no matter what class you have. Kind kind of like yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics or whatever has systems like that. Uh, so that's that seems interesting, right? But I think I've I, I've played almost almost nine hours. And it's I think I have ten different classes, most of which are just filled with garbage of stuff I'd never use. Uh, which is my own playstyle, fine. Uh, which is just a melee focused build. But there's just a ton of shit everywhere. I never change off the one I have. If I do, it's just to learn one skill, and then I go back to the one I had before. There's very little loot in the game, too. Um, I'm using the same weapon I've been using most of the time for the majority of the game. Uh, the same armor I got at the very beginning of the game. And the armor, when you go to upgrade it, it just upgrades the attack value of what you do. So I don't know... Like, I don't know if I can upgrade my defense. It's very strange. Um, there's just a lot of... It's like the opposite of Remnant, where there's a lot of systems here, and I don't really know 
why half of them exist or what I should really be doing with a lot of them. Yeah, I was watching I was watching a stream um and someone was playing it and I just looked like they brought up their inventory and I was like, fuck, this like this UI does not look great. The menu system looks kind of weird. It looks a little convoluted. Yeah. And I, I don't like the icons for things. Like <laughs> it's hard to tell what the hell is what. It's a little um, it's a little messy. Yeah. The icons and the UI. But, uh, so, I guess the, the actual gameplay of running around the world and attacking stuff, I think, works for the most part. Um, so, you, you always, well, I guess you don't have to have a AI companion with you. That, but that's what makes the game kind of unique. So, I'm having the AI person with me the whole time. Um, and they're really helpful. But it kind of makes a lot of the fights anticlimactic. And a lot of the fights, even if I didn't have the AI companion, would not be as good as a Dark Souls fight. Um, okay. It's, it's weird. It just feels like a watered-down Dark Souls. Uh, and the closest game I can compare it to is um, The Surge or uh, the other one they did. What was the game they did before that? I know The Surge 2 just came out. I haven't played that, but... The Surge 1, where it's just like, oh, you made Dark Souls, but you didn't make it as good. So, cool. Uh, it's also, it just seems oddly, there'll be spots that are randomly really difficult, and then it's just a cakewalk for a while, and then I go, difficulty spike, and then easy again. It just doesn't feel as finely tuned as a Souls game. Uh, the last two bosses, humble brag. The last two bosses I beat on my first attempt. Uh, and they're cool fights. Like, that's the thing. They were really cool bosses. I liked... They were very traditional Souls bosses where they're, like, really big and they do kind of telegraphed attacks and it's about dodging at the right moment and blah, blah, blah. I like all that. Yeah. That I love that. That's what I'm playing this game for. But it was... It's like, okay. It just kind of feels like you're going through the motions. And... I don't know. It, it it just it's missing something. It's 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 very weird. I definitely will probably end up finishing it because I like it enough, and I'm I'm interested enough in the story where it's these some. It's kind of vague and convoluted, but apparently there was some kind of event that happened that turned a lot of the people in the world into uh, undead kind of vampires where they they can't die but they thirst for human blood and then the remaining humans okay they're they're like giving out their blood because the other people the vampires don't necessarily want to just kill people so there's this kind of weird blood trading thing going on and then isn't it like a tree or something that's there's like al there's also the tree <laughs> which i which we're like solving the mystery of so we don't know exactly what that's is yet but I, I like that story. The yeah. story's weird as hell. I, I, I'm into it for that because it's just like, okay, that seems ridiculously convoluted for no reason whatsoever. I'm in. Uh, but the, the gameplay is, is just, it's just fine. I don't know. It, it definitely feels like it's missing. It's missing something. And what was that game they made that was... That Vi remember that Souls game that was like a you're a Viking or something. Um, Shit. It was like two like a Viking. It was two words. Lords of the Fallen. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not I two know. words. Well, of doesn't count. <laughs> it reminds me of that. They're the same people that made The Surge. It just reminds me of those games where I played Lords of the Fallen for, I don't know, probably about nine hours, and I just stopped. I was like, oh, whatever. This is fine. Yeah. I, I tried playing that, and I it's just, just couldn't not, get into it. it. This is the thing. Games like Code Vein reveal how good From is at making a game. It's yeah. not just, oh, we made it hard. Like There's so much intricate design into making the game because in code vein you can see it there's just difficulty spikes it randomly doesn't make any sense the ai partner nerfs everything but also does all this other bullshit that like it's just convoluted for no reason and has no focus (laughs) beautiful though it's very pretty i don't know well we'll see if it clicks or if i find some it is it is disappointing it's a solid like seven right now okay that's what I've been seeing. Like, it seems like critically it's going to fall about six and a half yeah, to seven. Yeah, I, I do like the story, though, and I do love the the aesthetic of it. It's it's a very okay. unique, unique place. It's it's definitely very anime. It's very anime. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> very anime. Uh, we'll see. I'm going to keep playing it and uh, report back if it gets better or worse. Okay. Hopefully better. Well, that was Code, Code Vein. Code Vein. Dot com. All right, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, last last thing we're going to talk about, or that I want to talk about at least, is um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Um, they had an open beta this weekend, um, and I wasn't sure really what this game was because I really didn't watch the trailers or anything like that. I just heard, oh, another Ghost Recon game. <laughs> I know it was kind of like a spinoff or something like that of Wildlands, yeah. which Wildlands, I played the beta for. I actually never played the full game. Um, so I really didn't know what to expect from this game, and I am actually really excited for this game now. After playing the beta, I... So to kind of set the stage of what this game is, basically you're stuck on this giant island with no communication to the outside world, blah, blah, blah. Like you are stranded there. Your team was stranded. Some of them got taken down. Some of them survived. There's local, like a local military on the island that is helping take it back from these basically rogue um, soldiers. Okay. And they're since they are like, I guess in a way like souped up tech wise and stuff like that. These guys are just tough, and you kind of you're gonna kind of need tech to kind of combat them. The way this game is set up is basically like the the gameplay feels a lot like Metal Gear Solid Five from what I played. Um, it's stealth is like very much the way you need to play this game. Ooh. You need to be stealthy. You need to use your tech to, you know. Um, look at like where the enemies are what kind of tech they're using what kind of weapons they have do they have mortars on the roof do they have drones um where's the caravans that are driving around am i gonna get you know flanked from behind from a jeep that just pulled up with like four or five guys so you kind of like in a way if you try to start planning out like okay how am i gonna take this site down the way the world is kind of laid out is there's it's a huge open world there's no real load screens in between like going from one place to another it's almost like GTA in a way where you just have this Mm -hmm. giant map. And of course there's like control points for like, there's this factory here and it's completely taken over, but there's civilians. So your goal is to take out all the enemies and not kill civilians because you could fail the mission. Basically Uh, there's a decent story where you're kind of like, you kind of got betrayed by one of your own and he's now taken control of this like giant rogue military 
that's just trying to take over the island. And you kind of have like four different skill trees to start building into. But it's not just like I'm choosing to be the running gun guy. So I only have these skills. Instead, if it's like, it's more like, a, okay, I've got the sniper class. I've got the combat guy. I've got the the one that's like more of like the medic and that. And that's my special skill. But then I can take my skill points and start grabbing things like night vision and better night vision and you get thermal and I'm going to carry more ammo. I'm going to have this health pouch, things like that, that you can kind of start throwing together. And the way the weapons work, it's kind of like division where you pick up different gear. It's different skill levels, different skill points uh, as far as like what they do. And you can, you can kind of like salvage them and craft better attachments and things like that for okay. your next gun. Um, you pick up clothing. That's... But it's, it's, it's loot like the division where like, oh, this sniper is better because it's 75 okay yeah just like that um you find blueprints for different types of weapons that you can build and craft the so and then like so the it works like the division as far as the art the armor goes so you have actual armor that raises like your gear score or whatever your your actual defense and then you have your um fuck what's called uh why can't i think of the word fucking your clothes that you see on the outside why Uh, can't i think of that word like when we talk about loot boxes cosmetic yeah so you're, you'll find clothing that's cosmetic, which you can kind of change okay. up and stuff like that. You can change the color on it, different things. So that part's pretty cool. I'm interested so far in that part. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting this. This is cool. It's deep. It, there's a lot I can do here. And then you get to the mission structure. And the mission structure is basically there's main story uh, quests or missions. Then you have side missions, which allow you to investigate, like, certain rogue agents, help um, the locals, like you've talk to people there's basically like a um uh kind of like a hideout hub place that's for locals that are on your side and it's kind of the hub world where you actually see other players that are playing ghost recon kind of float in and so the mission structure is like i'm gonna grab a main mission and i'm gonna you have three mission slots so i'm gonna equip my main mission and these two side missions and then they show up on your map oh you um it's huh. it's weird and then from there you can kind of group up with people do co-op um i've actually been enjoying uh playing solo because it's a lot more tactical and like slower pace that do way you still have squad mates with um, you or so you have no ai okay. squad mates but you can actually kind of level up your drones to also kind of be your ai partners in a way so you can sync up shots with your drones oh, okay and um and so i i played with charles so me and him played for like a good maybe hour and a half two hours and man we were digging this game and the one thing i'll say i went back and played the division two today (laughs) and because i just wanted to check something out and so i was like okay division two one of my favorite games of the year i really enjoyed playing through it leveling up grabbing gear the one complaint i do have about that game which is the same complaint i had about the first one was the enemies are sponges sure they have they're just too spongy and i for that type of game it's fine because i get what they're doing the way ghost recon breakpoint does it is so different i can get a clean headshot no matter what level and they're dead when you're actually shooting guys in this game it feels so satisfying it is crazy it does not get old to like hit a guy with two shots and have them go down and then realize they're like oh that guy's like five levels above me but he's not geared up. Interesting. So, um, 
there's like a heavy gunner and I'm like shooting him, shooting him and I'm hitting his armor. So it's not doing anything. And then I'm able to look kind of like hit at an angle where it shoots off his helmet. And then I grab my sniper, boom, one shot. He's dead. He's not a sponge. He was just armored. So I don't know if that works for like the enemies that are way above my level, but for the area I was in, it worked hmm. fine. And the map is huge and there's a ton to do. I think it's going to be a big enough game to where like, if, if you kind of like, if I trade it out for, for division two or whatever, I can kind of grind through it and then they'll up, they'll update it with like new missions and things like that as they go. Uh, there's PVP, which I didn't try, but, um, I, I think it's going to be a surprise. Okay. I think it's, it's pretty good and I'm excited for the full version to come out and so I can try it. Cause it's, uh, it's so weird. It's it to me this year has been more like games like nobody's been super excited about a lot of games that have come out. They've all just kind of been under the radar, but they've been surprising mm-hmm. people. I feel I feel like that's what happened with Remnant from the Ashes. I feel like that's what happened to me with like um this game. Like I feel like it's going to be a surprising sleeper hit for me. So Sounds good. Man. There's just so many, there's so many damn games coming out, and now I've got to think about this game. <laughs> I, was not I know, expecting there's that. this, there's too many games. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, man, if you can give Ghost Recon a shot, I, I would, I would say check it out. If you like, if you like games where you can tackle things differently for missions, and that's kind of like how Metal Gear Solid Five was. You can kind of tackle things tactically and stealth, or you can find yeah. different ways to do it. Um it just has a lot of that and it's the open world is like beautiful the game looks great it's got a interesting story like i'm a, i actually care about it's what's not happening. like wildlands where it was just a stupid ass terrible story yeah like wildlands was just like i'm just oh taking down more narcos and more narcos and this is different this is like there there's an interesting story going on you've got these agents that like basically are traitors and one guy who's for some reason who used to be on your team that decided to betray you guys and you're kind of trying to like figure out how to like escape the island at the same time you're like i have to help the people here because some of these people can't escape this is their home like there's just interesting Mm. motives it sounds really good it's on my game flight queue oh Mm -hmm. good 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 i I think you should give it a shot i mean i'll probably play it mostly alone but i would love to give the pvp a shot and uh do some co-op missions with people i think it'll be pretty good yeah co-op with a game like that sounds really cool one one thing that we were that charles and i were laughing about was whenever we would try to do the sync shot where like it basically does a countdown and then you shoot at the same time um it would lag really bad (laughs) that was the beta so no judgment there but we were reading um the review guide for it and it talked about how there's like you can basically with the amount of drones you can get the amount of squad mates and the amount of sync shots you can do it's basically like having I think it was 16 oh sync God. shots at the same time <laughs> and yeah so you can kill basically 16 enemies at once and i made a joke it's like imagine the frame drops on that <laughs> shit <laughs> uh, i can't wait to see what the full version's like though it's uh it did run pretty well i didn't have really any issues except that's the only real snag we oh, okay. hit but yeah that's uh it i had a lot more to say about that game than i did probably any other game i played this episode but (laughs) it's i'm excited for it i'm really excited for it good yay yay anything else you want to cover i don't think i played anything else did i all right i have no idea so no i 
I've played other stuff, but just not like to a point where I want to, where I have like much to say yeah. about it. Be checking yeah. in next week. Yeah, yeah, we've got to find more mm-hmm. stuff to play for next week. All right, guys. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us here at Final Checkpoint. Um, we have a lot of games coming out pretty soon. We played a ton of games this last week, and uh, we're excited for what's coming. Ben. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. Is that what I was supposed yeah. to say? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I'm very totally. excited. Whatever you want, man. Did the ukulele games coming out? Yeah, the Hell the yeah. side scroller. Like that looks pretty weeks. good. Already? Two weeks. All right. Alrighty. Well, let's uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thanks everybody that's uh tuning in and following us. We appreciate it. Um, obviously, it's still growing. We would love to have more subs, more listeners. So, feedback. um, if you don't mind sharing more feedback, don't if you don't mind sharing, you know, even if you just listen to the first part of the show or the last part where we talk about games. Either way, we greatly appreciate it. Don't forget any questions, concerns, comments, send them in to finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. So Fox is canceled.